Hey fighters, how's it going? Wanna wish everybody a happy Easter, or Passover, or nothing, or whatever you do, you know, do you. This month I brought back Roland because he was so excited, and Roland also co-produces this show, so he demanded it. He came back, and if you don't want to know what the theme is, skip ahead like three seconds, I've got to say it. We did movie villains, it was a lot of fun, we had a great time with it, so I hope you really like it as much as we enjoyed doing it. I uh, want to, you know, just make sure I covered it all from last month, Cartoons with Johnny. Uh, we had Goliath going up against Freakzoid, Goliath won it. Darkwing and Underdog, Darkwing won that one. Snake Eyes and Popeye, and that was the one we made a bet on, and the loser had to get hot sauced. Johnny with Snake Eyes, he won it, I got hot sauced twice, Johnny did also. That's on YouTube, check it out, because that was painful. Then we had Radioactive Man going up against Aang. Aang took down Radioactive Man in that one. And then we had our all-tune, in-tune, meta-tuneception bonanza. Hope you enjoyed it, we enjoyed it. Go back and listen to him if you missed him, or if you want to hear him again, you know, whatever. Do you. So, uh, what's new, I guess? I don't know, I just watched a documentary about Bitcoins, and I don't really understand what about them isn't the stock market. So if anybody can explain Bitcoins to me, please, in like a sentence or two, I don't want someone being like, well, here's the thing. But I don't see how they aren't just a stock. So that's weird. Other than you can make them for helping the stock be traded. I don't get it. It's so weird to me. That was strange. The documentary wasn't bad. It was called The Rise and Rise of Bitcoins. It had a heavy bias that was rough because like, I don't know, it was a bunch of fans. That, yeah, it wasn't bad. If you want to watch it, watch it, you know, or don't because, you know, why would you do what I say? Although, do what I say with watching Furious 7. I saw that opening night. I hope you guys are all as big of a fans of that series as I am. It was fantastic. They handled, you know, the whole situation really well. The plot was maybe one of the worst of the recent movies, but it was still such a fun, good movie. Jason Statham got rock-bottomed through a glass table, which was pretty great because The Rock did the rock-bottoming. You know, why would Vin Diesel do it? Although Vin Diesel's fight with Jason Statham was fantastic as well. Uh, I just picked up Cursive's The Ugly Organ, like, 10-year anniversary LP or whatever it is. I forgot how good that album is. So go listen to Cursive, because that album's fantastic. I don't know what else. Oh, I'm, like, five pages away from finishing my book. It's uh, Zeus Grant's Stupid Wishes, A No Bullshit Guide to World Mythology by Corey O'Brien. That book, that's the book that, like, Tumblr made famous. It hit, like, New York Times bestseller status from a Tumblr post. And... The book's fantastic. Read it. All my friends are giggling when they see me reading it and, like, read a passage themselves. Totally check that book out. It was, it, yeah, so much fun. I don't think I have anything else. Let's dive into it. It's me. It's Roland. We're arguing about movie villains. We'll get some new guys you haven't met yet in next month for some nerd fights, which will be really fun. Get a new perspective on the fight. And, yeah, enjoy. <laughs> Hello and welcome to NFB the Nerd Fighting Podcast. As always, I am your host Josh, and joining me today is uh, this is Roland. Roland, how's it going? It's going pretty well. So I gotta say, I'm not just surrounded by Roland. I'm surrounded by all sorts of friends. Arlo is in the corner. That's Roland's dog, and it's weird that I called him Arlo. Normally, I call him best friend. Yeah, you and him tend to get along very well. That dog is awesome. For reference, he's a boxer, and boxers naturally have a lot of energy, and Josh has a lot of energy, so the two of them hit it off right off of that. Now, we've also got another one of, I guess, the people in your life joining us today that doesn't... That's like, I mean, new addition. Brand new podcaster. Uh, possibly? I'm not sure who you're referring to. I mean, I already announced on the show you had a baby. Oh, Spencer. Yes, my son Spencer has... Uh, this is the first podcast that's being recorded with me since my son was born. 
Uh, so, Spencer, if you ever get around to being old enough to listen to this, or more accurately, if you ever find this, when you're old enough to understand it, uh, Daddy loves you. There you go. Yeah, we've got a little baby podcaster in the room. Now, is Spencer going to be a big-time nerd like you? If I have any say in it, I would say yes, but it's not really up to me. I'm going to just let him do whatever it is he wants to do with his life. No, I assume... Can I use your wife's name on the show? Yeah, sure. Just I'm not, not surprised. Just not I mean, last names because we're we're in the witness protection program. That's obviously, fair. I genuinely can't even pronounce your last name. Just go with Logan. Um, yeah, I mean, plus you say her name all the time on YouTube. Were you ever like, honey, do you mind if I do that, or were you just like, too bad, honey? You uh, married this guy. You got yourself into it. No, she was actually uh, quite integral in the uh, integral, whatever the hell you pronounce that, in the origin of our YouTube channel. She was the original camera operator, Ooh. and such. But no, she uh she does she's she does what she wants and she's got her own level of comfort and I try not to step on her toes and put her anywhere she doesn't want to be because I love her very much and she's staring at me while I'm re- recording this. So right, right, oh yeah, so I brought her up for reasons. So I assume you are the biggest nerd I've ever met, possibly size-wise, yes. Oh, I meant amount of nerdiness. Well, I did top out at over 400 pounds at one point in my life Ooh. and I'm still pretty fat. But I assume, I feel like, I've met Danielle, your wife, before. She's going to, like, try and instill all sorts of not-your-values in that baby and being like, maybe this baby will have a fighting chance, right? Uh, she's a lot smarter than me. She finished college, unlike me. I didn't finish it. And um, she's got her shit together, I would say, much more than I do. So I think it's a good balance. You know, you got the brainy, you know, book smart uh, and one side, and then you have uh, way too much knowledge on comic book characters and uh, a large collection of dice on the other side. So I think it balances it. Nicely. Also, I heard about her, and this is me quoting you from about 20 minutes ago, I heard Danielle's a freak. She's a freak. Is Danielle breastfeeding Spencer? Right now, yes, actually. In the room with it. Oh, look, there she is. And she's she's actually... Come on, come on. No, she's I'm asking for it from I'm ac- asking for She's reason. arcing it from across the room. She's got like a four-foot arc, and it's going right in his mouth. She's I really just want to know if you've tried it. And what's the topic of this week's uh, Nerd Fighting podcast oh, there, on. Josh? Oh, I would, is all I'm saying. You'd try my wife's breast milk? I'm pretty sure your wife heard that. No need to dirty a glass, Danielle. <laughs> no need to dirty a glass. <laughs> Uh, this is a brand new month, and it took us so long. It took us two hours to decide on a topic, but that topic we decided on, movie villains. Yes, very much so. We got a good little list going there. We haven't even done movie characters yet, but we're skipping straight to the villains. Absolutely. So we made up our list. We're ready to roll it up, get some fights going. Now, I want to make sure everybody's clear on the rules. We are going to random. We made up a list of movie villains. We are going to randomly roll our character. We do not know who we're going to get. We might not even know that much of the character, from this list, it's looking like that's a lot more of a problem I'm going to be going through than Roland. Yeah. Thanks well, for adding a few that I don't know. Well, the, the, the general theme behind it is when you roll up a character, you, you, you don't want to have a, an idea ahead of time. You want to know what the character is, but then you also don't know who they're going to be fighting. So you have to improvise on the spot. They would fight this way against that person, which I think is where the fun comes from. Because eventually, you're going to come up against a fight that's so ridiculous that it's just like, blah. But even at the same point, you're going to come across... eventually a... is real soon, too. Yeah, because there's, there's a few ridiculous characters on this list. Now, the way that fight's going to take place is we're going to take turns. One of us will get one minute to argue how our fighter would win the fight. The other arguer will get one minute for their fighter, mm-hmm. which will be followed up by 30-second rebuttals. No interruptions allowed. Roland is very strict on that. Interruptions result in five minutes added to... Five, five minutes. Five, five, minutes. minutes. <laughs> five seconds added to the clock. Yeah, if you Thank need... you for making my one-minute argument six minutes. Thank you very much. That's how it's got to go down. At the end, we are not going to pick a winner. We will let you do that. Yes, please do so. Please comment on who you thought made the better argument. And so 
something that's important to me is exactly who made the better argument. You can't say, of course, you know, Superman beats whoever. You need yeah. to say, you know what, that Superman argument was weak, and based on those arguments, based on how if the fight went down the way it was argued, yes, that's the winner that we get. So it's, so it's all not, about the argument, not the character. Yeah, exactly. So you're not arguing about who would win in a fight between his characters. You are deciding between me and Josh which one of us is a better debater is basically what we're going for here. We're just given the tools of the character. Now, you say we have movie villains. Now, you, you should probably specify the genre of movie villains we got here. Okay, we're trying to keep it in the realm of mostly human-powered. Uh, no superpowers. Yeah, basically. yeah, no superpowers, no magic. You know, some of these people, we were going over this, some of them are more schemers and plotters. Some of them set up yeah. traps. Some of them are very skilled fighters, but all of them are within the realm of what you or I could do. Because, I mean, yeah. I know I'm a plotter and you're a skilled fighter. Like, no General Zods, basically. No. No yeah. Voldemorts. Exactly. So these are people that, like, you know, born the same way you and me are. They they use their, their intellect or their skill sets to become a bad guy, and they use the weapons that they're given. So, are you ready to roll up your character? Let's do this. Go for it. All right, here we go. I'm going to roll up my character. I got number five. <laughs> number five is White Goodman. White Goodman. That is Ben Stiller from Dodgeball. Oh. That is one of the oddball characters on this list. That is good, because they're not all comedy, but we did throw in some comedy for the sake of uh, comedy. I mean, that guy's got some money behind him and a really big consigliere. Yeah, and he's got, that, <laughs> he's got a good little crew with him as well. Okay, I'm going to give mine a roll. And with a 15, I've got Jaws. Not the shark. Not I the wish. shark. I wish <laughs> I could be the shark. That would have been Jaws. a short fight. <laughs> yeah, it would be so good. I have Jaws from James Bond. Now, Roland... Oh boy, wow, Jesus. You've got that one minute on the clock. I gotta go first? You've got, you're my guest. Oh, I would love crap. to let you go first. It, it'd All be right. my honor. It works for me. You have one minute on the clock to waste with drinking instead of arguing, apparently. You, you good? I'm ready. I'm, just, I'm waiting my whistle. Let's do this. With one minute for White Goodman. All right, White Goodman versus Jaws. All right, first off the bat, he understands that White Goodman is a very physical character. He, you know, he's a, he's a, he has a gym. He's very uh, very physically confident, but he's also very mentally confident. So I would confident, not competent. He's kind of a dumbass. I do not think he would try to engage Jaws in hand to hand combat because Jaws is literally the penultimate henchman. He's all strength. He's all biting stuff in half. So I would say that he would rely on his dodgeball skills. I mean, remember, he made it to the last fight of the do World Dodgeball Tournament from being that good at dodgeball, and I would think he would substitute small bouncy balls with heavy objects and he would pelt from a distance because Jaws doesn't use guns. Jaws is all up close melee and White Goodman would throw heavy things with the precision of a dodgeball champion and basically never even get within his arm reach of Jaws, take him up from a distance, not get grabbed by him, basically not get close enough to get hurt and distance fighting is how he would win. White Goodman takes it in the end. Wait, no. Wait. <laughs> I've seen that movie. He does take it in the end. <laughs> he takes it in the end of the fight. No, wait. This is still sounding like he's getting butt sex. Anyways. And now for a really relaxed, easy argument from me. I got one minute on the clock. Go for, for Jaws. I think Jaws, with his, let's just say, sheer invulnerability, it doesn't matter. You can try and stay ranged, and it won't work. Jaws can just march right at you, keep on coming with whatever you pelt at him. I mean, we're talking about... How big is Jaws? What is he, like, 19 feet tall? You're talking about ranged fighting. That guy's arm reach is ranged fighting. I mean, White Goodman, what was he, like, 4 foot 2 or so? Little, little man there. I mean, we're talking about this guy's reach is White Goodman's height. He's just going to march up at you, and I mean, I don't want to say eat you alive, but I'm thinking eat you alive. 
His invulnerability will make it that if you try ranged combat, if you try melee combat, it does not matter. You will not be able to stop this almost Jason Voorhees of a man just lurching at you. But instead of just cutting you in half with a machete in the end, he's biting you in half with those amazing teeth. Jaws is a clear-cut... Clear-cut winner. Okay, I, I see what you're trying to say there. Okay, okay. That was a good argument. That was a good argument. I have my rebuttal planned. Um, I'm nervous here. This is a, a tough fight. Right, let's do so this. So it's 30 seconds on the clock for a rebuttal. Yep. White Goodman. All right, uh, my rebuttal to your argument, because it's basically at this point a rebuttal, is uh, I'm going to deal in the realm of actual numbers, not a four foot two guy versus a 19-foot-tall monster whose reach is as long as another guy. Dwight Goodman is five foot three or whatever. He's an average height, a little bit short, and Jaws, while seven feet tall, legitimate seven feet tall, is not a 19-foot monster. <laughs> and I'm going to go back to what I said about Dwight Goodman is a dodgeball world champion. He made it to the last fight. He didn't win. He's not going to be smart enough to get up or dumb enough to get close to him. That's all I got. Kind of weak, but it's all I got. Damn, more of the same, more of the same. Well, Jaws has 30 seconds on the clock, and I don't see why we should wait. You can pelt all you want, but again, he is an unstoppable force that will just march at you. You can try and keep your distance, but you can't. He will close the gap. Maybe he's not 19 feet. Maybe White Goodman's not 4'2", but there still is, like, nearly 2 feet of height discrepancy there. He will just march right at you. He will get to you. You're not going to drop him with, what were you saying, heavy dodgeballs, medicine balls? You will not drop him with medicine balls before he gets to you and chomps you in half. It can't have... Okay. Okay. I like... You know what? Honestly, I was really apprehensive about how this was going to go once we rolled up our characters. I think this is a great fight. Oh, I think that's the bias talking. No. I mean, like, I hate White Goodman in the movie, and I love Jaws, but honestly... I think that you have classic up-close melee, he has to get his hands on you to hurt you, versus a guy... He does have great reach, though. You have to give him that. I mean, obviously he not does. 19 feet, but his but reach is But a dodgeball like, cord is, 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 half, is, is almost as big as a tennis cord. So you have that... White, White Goodman is, is... He's a missile fighter, to use D&D gaming terms. His whole thing is throwing things. I think you have a classic example of mi- missile versus melee fighting here. And I think that this fight, if I were to watch this, would be awesome. Why don't you say, like, he tries javelins? Or, like, he takes up discus throw but uses the weights that you put on the... Whatever. Because <laughs> he owns a gym. He's got... Exactly, a, he does. the supply of weights The hammer throw, throw, the discus, yeah. the javelin. You know, he could, he could just throw turkey legs after he gets fat at the end. I mean, he's fat. He can still throw stuff, you, you know? didn't even bring his henchmen into it, I'm surprised. One-on-one fight. I wanted to keep it in... That was my first stop, but I didn't want to... Really? I don't oh, want I'm to bend really quick to bring in stuff like that when it's me. I did bring in the Shredder once when the Foot Clan were... I had to argue that. Yeah, and you that got, was... You gave me a hard time about that, so I'm that, like... From here on in, If you it's get the leader of henchmen, one. I think his henchmen come with him. But if you're like, oh, I got a henchman, like, why wouldn't the leader be there? Because the leader sends the henchmen out on missions. I, I want to stay. I want to stay singular for the sake of not having that thrown back in my face in the rebuttal. Well, I hope I get someone that could be a team of people next fight, so we can see how honorable I'll be. Uh, I, 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 it's, I, uh, yeah. Did you have anything you want to add to this fight? No, other than the fact that I think that this would be an excellent fight to watch. I, um. <laughs> I'm curious to see who the fans want to see win in this one, because honestly, I love this fight. I'm picturing it in my head. It looks awesome. I'm going to give you a minute to think. I always let the guests do the sign-off at the end of the episode, mm-hmm. but here's what I want a very specific sign-off from By you. the way, I went back and listened to the first month's worth of sign-offs. I sound like ridiculously stupid saying, keep it simple, keep it safe. It was What tough. the hell did you allow me to do that I really for? didn't want you to do it. Just slap I, me on the head. 
Here's what I want you to do for the sign-off for this episode, but I will do my whole sign-off first, so I'll buy you a minute. Okay. White Goodman gets some clever lines in in the movie. Okay. You know, I love you, I love you, Joni loves Chachi, hitting him yeah. in the head, and then does that awesome dodge move. Mm-hmm. When White Goodman hits Jaws in the face with a medicine ball. Mm-hmm. What does he say? What is his super clever line? I'll give you a minute to think while I do the sign-off. I feel like, come on, wait, wait, don't tell me, coming up with the last line of the show. All right, um... You've got a minute. I'll right. do my sign-off. I, I can't wait. I hope it's golden. Oh, I just got one. I got one, too. Let me okay, good, mine. good. I'm glad you got one. All right. If you totally... I'm giving mine if yours is terrible. As always, this was NFP, the Nerdfighting Podcast. I was your host, Josh. I'm Roland. And thank you for joining us. Again, comment, subscribe, share it if you liked it, or if you think you have friends that would like it. Check us out, facebook.com slash nerdfightingpodcast. Like the name of the show. Yeah, is it? Is that what... <laughs> it's yeah. totally the Facebook. name of the show. slash nerdfightingpodcast. And... As always, this would take place after he hit him in the face with a wrench. He would say, gonna need a bigger henchman. Oh, really? I was thinking, like, take a bite out of that. But I was going for a Jaws line from the movie Jaws. Oh, oh gonna see? need a bigger boat. Yeah, see? Because he would say that in a mocking way. Right. Like, oh, and he's dumb enough that he doesn't know which Jaws this is, that he thinks the shark is this guy. Absolutely. I love it. It's a thinker. <laughs> NFP Nerdfighting Podcast was produced and directed by myself, Josh Kirby, with the help of Roland Logan. You can find me on the social media you can find me on as New Josh City, and you can find Roland's YouTube show at facebook.com slash pepper show. You can find NFP on Facebook at facebook.com slash nerdfighting podcast, or subscribe on SoundCloud, Stitcher, or iTunes as NFP Nerdfighting Podcast, or you can email the show at nerdfightcast at gmail.com. 